BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Your podcast and our podcast are seeking to create communication and healthy discourse around all these things. Um, and so when we were, we were approached with the idea of getting together, at first I said, hell no. And then I said, <laughs> real rap. And then I said, don't be a baby. You know, I said, don't be a baby about it. Just because, just because they said something that you didn't like or you didn't appreciate that, that's how things get left to fester and left unhealthy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm sober with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach her. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Yes. Welcome, new and OG listeners. We're glad that you tuned in. Continuing with our theme of plot twists, we're chatting with the host of the Cheat Code Podcast, going on hour three. And... In our first segment, we're going to ask Andrea and Jason some questions, mm-hmm. get some feedback from them, and answer their questions. Second is our fight or flight, where y'all don't care. Y'all really want to hear just the main <laughs> but, I mean, Randy got some grievance that she's about to get into. This is your fight. Oh, it's mine. Okay, well, I got a grievance I'm about to get into. <sighs> Finally, we'll wrap it up with our PDA segment, where we will thank each other for something or share something we appreciate about the other. Mm-hmm. So, backstory. Andrea and Jason created a podcast under Domino Sounds Network. Woo woo. And they are graciously, you know, <laughs> going to be our, our guests for this episode, hour three. They actually wanted to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're really excited. So we're just going to get into it and mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. hope you enjoy. Yo. <laughs> Got to keep that in there. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Hey, how y'all doing? What's going good. on? We're good. good. We are happy we to are be here. Glad you guys are here. Um, before we get into our actual interview, 
Can you both introduce yourself? Ladies first. Okay, so I'm Andrea. I am the co-host, I guess, of the of the Cheat Code podcast, uh, which is the true story of an affair between one man and one woman told over 10 episodes. Um, I'm a mother, a partner, and I'm a podcaster, apparently. <laughs> and by trade, I work in advertising for the last about 20 years. I am Jason. I am the other co-host co-host of the Cheat Code podcast with the lovely and talented Andrea. Oh, you're so sweet. I am. Uh, oh, you already know. <laughs> I am a father. Yeah, really mushy. We can get. I'm a father. <laughs> I am a lawyer by trade, um, and I'm happy to be here with the wonderful black millennial marriage folks um, discussing this very important thing. I think this is uh, going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. Thank y'all. Oh, the love. I like the love on the front end. Yes. So <laughs> before we get into, again, our interview interview, we want to ask everyone to do a temp check. It's been a crazy week. Um, so we'll specify how is everyone doing one word in terms of this interview? So what's one word you have for us in terms of how you feel about it? So I'm going to go ahead and say heightened on all fronts. My word specifically for this interview would be, will be optimistic. I am uh, happy to, to come to some uh, reconciliations here today. I was thinking that today. Reconciliation. That's a good word. Yeah. Um, My word (laughs) is ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay. I did arm stretches. I'm good. (laughs) 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 We gotta get into that. (laughs) Okay, your word, thank you. I'm excited. I've I've been excited since I started hearing the first episode of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We gotta talk to these people. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I have questions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so no, I'm very excited about whatever is about to happen. Thank you. All right. All right. So because this is really what people want to know, how did you feel about our reaction to the first five episodes of your show? Jason, me first. Well, Andrew, it's, it's lady. It's, like, okay, it's go lady first, first, but I'm I'm very happy to go first. I'm, I'm gonna go first because I listened to it first. All okay. Right. Oh God. So, so I, I was told that Black Millennial Marriage was doing a podcast um, on our our podcast. Super excited. Another Domino Sound podcast is about to, you know, review it, what have you. Um, And I didn't know the parameters of it. So I didn't know if you all were given questions or what was going on. But so I put my headphones in. I started to listen. And I had some reactions. (laughs) So (laughs) Naturally. Naturally. Um, So it was scathing. It was like, I mean, y'all ripped us a new one. So I was, oh, no. I was a little taken aback. <laughs> um, oh, but, no. you know, it's not easy to hear folks talk about your life in a way that is not positive. However, I put my life out there. So got it. You know, I, I understood. And there were some things that you all said for the audience that's listening in terms of how we may have handled our marriages and our level of selfishness and things like that, that understanding from what you heard, especially just the first five episodes and things we decided to leave out around our marriages, I kind of got why you felt the way you felt. And I agreed with some of what you said, honestly. 
Um, but I also felt like, and, and I don't want to be condescending, but I also felt like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> they've been married for a little while. It, it, they sound like I sounded with my ex-husband at one point. Um, like just not that you haven't been around the block. Cause I don't know all your, your, your walk, but that I felt like if you had gotten to the points that we got to in our marriage, especially in the time and what was available to us, you may be more understanding. I think the thing that offended me the most, to be honest, was because we were all under one umbrella and it was like the jokes about all skin folk and kin folk and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, y'all don't even want to know us. Like, <laughs> all right, then, cool. We won't have no conversations then. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it took me a couple of days and just really thinking about like what you were asked to do and the fact that y'all only listened to the first five. And I was like, yeah, it sounds crazy. <laughs> so I was, I was very, it sounds real crazy. <laughs> no, I totally well, get it. <laughs> before I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but I just had a question. I don't think yeah. I ever asked y'all, did y'all listen back to your show? Have y'all listened to the show? We have listened to every episode before it drops. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So we know it sounds crazy. Cause I'm one of those people. <laughs> like he listen I don't back. listen to anything. Jason doesn't I'm, I'm love like to a either. one taken. Yeah. yeah. He so. doesn't yeah. listen. And so he doesn't know what, we, what we I remember what I said. So I <laughs> know. Okay. <laughs> no, I totally get it. I do. I did listen back. We listened right before it drops. And my intent is to listen to it in its entirety. Once we release it. Um, because the reality is, <laughs> I got to remember what I said. I remember the story. I do remember the story, but I don't remember exactly the way we said it. Um, but still. So I was I was taken aback and I actually told Jason not to listen. Mm. <laughs> I was like, mm. you don't, you don't, you don't want to do that. That happened <laughs> a couple then, of times yeah. over here. Yeah. No, yeah. He was like, don't don't listen to number 4. Just skip it. Just skip yeah. it. Just skip it. Yeah. And then we and then we um we listened. When, when we were asked to come on, I was like, all right, maybe you got to listen now. So I'll let Jason yeah. take it from here since okay. then I encouraged him to listen. Uh, so Andrea had given me the highlights, um, <laughs> if if that's in air quotes of mm. of your response, and I was angry. I was yeah. I was I was pissed off. Honestly, um, I felt that regardless of your opinions, which are yours, um, which you were asked for, which um, in fairness you should be able to relay in the way you you choose on your platform. I had no quarrel with that. I had no quarrel with how you individually or collectively felt about our story and how we came to be. I had a quarrel with the presentation. I thought that it was unnecessarily, from my position, unnecessarily mocking. And there was a lack of understanding from a married Black couple that I didn't quite understand. I thought that um, folks in your position who are seeking to create um, communication uh, from a married perspective, from a young black married perspective would understand more how shit can go left. But then I thought about it and I thought, you know what, maybe they have not had these same experiences. Maybe they have not yet come to a point or points in their marriage that I did, which is, you know, great for your marriage. Which we hope you don't. Right. Because <laughs> which we hope you don't. My first marriage <laughs> yeah. failed, you know, but still, you know, then I got a little petty and was like, oh, <laughs> they haven't been around the block and they're trying Sorry. to sit at the grown folks table at Thanksgiving <laughs> um, before they're ready to. And that was my petty bullshit uh, that came out. <laughs> 
And then um, I got out of my feelings and <laughs> um, took a try to take a 30,000 foot view and say, look, we're all in the same community. Uh, we all want the same things, I think. The, your podcast and our podcast are seeking to create communication and healthy discourse around all these things. Um, and so when we were, we were approached with the idea of getting together, at first I said, hell no. And then I said, <laughs> <laughs> real rap. And then I said, don't be a baby. You know, I said, don't be a baby about it. Just because, just because they said something that you didn't like or you didn't appreciate that, that's how things get left to fester and left unhealthy. So it, I didn't know y'all wanted to speak. It didn't seem like y'all wanted to speak to us anyway. I, I was surprised oh, at that. I, I was, was like, 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 like what? Let's do it. Us? I was like, they want to talk to us? Mike was so ready. He was like, when? When are we doing it? I didn't think y'all wanted to share the same air as us, but, you know, so to speak. But, um... When when we were told that y'all wanted to we 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 y'all wanted to speak with us as well, especially on this platform, I was I was good with it. Um, so that's why we're here now. So that makes sense. That's um, fair. <laughs> that's um. Really, all of that actually is yeah. very understandable. And actually, that's where we thought they were at. Yes, but I did have a few thoughts, just a few. Mm. So I I wanted to apologize because the intention wasn't to hurt y'all. Um, I think that. I had assumed that y'all were indifferent about the story because of the story it was. Because of how the <laughs> story was told. And what, because um, of like the tone. Right. Yeah. Um, and, so, and how it was presented. And yes. when we were asked to do, you know, feedback on the show, or at least the episodes that we had listened to, it was very much like, whatever you got, give it. And I thought that it was like a universal. General understanding. Yeah. But I see, I know that obviously we were wrong. Um, and that that really sucks because that wasn't the attention. And hindsight, always twenty twenty. <laughs> we probably would have only put the episode on Patreon and or <laughs> <laughs> and or um reached out to y'all at first. Like you know what, this is rough. We probably need to talk to y'all. And you know before we um tear into your past selves. Yeah, but you know what though, it was it was necessary because we need to prepare for that. For the, yeah. in, the, in the first place and I don't think we quite understood like we we haven't gotten all positive feedback but most of the feedback we've gotten has been from people that you know know our story already and they know how it's turned out and so that doesn't help us to not realize that people will have a different opinion of us um, uh-huh. and I think the other thing too is we need to have conversation regardless whether you agreed, whether you were angry or whatever, like you could have come at it. Like we need to have these conversations. So whatever gets us there kind of gets us there. But I think um, it was necessary. But thank you. Thank you, though. For, for that, and I think for also that. in fairness. Sorry, Andrea. I think also in fairness, you all only had the benefit of the first five episodes when you. You did your response podcast, um, which were salacious. And also, <laughs> you know, they were. Good word. You know, good word. Good, uh, those are great words. Good words. Those LSAT words coming out. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Firing them off the hip. And <laughs> the other thing is, you know, we, by design, left out certain details of you. You all joined our story in progress and a lot mm-hmm. of the story, not a lot, but enough of the story was left out that would help you 
inform your opinions otherwise. We, we left stuff out on purpose because it was too detailed, but also did not really provide any it didn't add anything to what we were trying to say. And so, it but, but it was, away, but it's important. Yeah. It's important. Otherwise, when you're, when you're thinking about, well, why did they do that? And why did he do this? And why did Andrea do that? And so, you know, all that factors into, uh, it's understandable why you reacted how you did. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Thank you mentioned you. a couple of things just real quick. Um, speaking to the difficulty of like relationships in general, actually, it's hard to have hard conversations yeah. and we are, two separate couples trying to come together to do anything. And obviously that's going to be like hard to have that conversation, but I appreciate your openness to, you know, wanting to talk. Um, because even though we hate hard conversations on this end, we Here understand too. the importance of, <laughs> we understand the importance of having them. And um, even Jay-Z and Nas made up. Kind Randy. Of. <laughs> that doesn't apply in this space. It's not. The They've same. been on the stage together since. You know, but we didn't say anything about DSLs on on this couple. Like the, the the disrespect between the two of them is not what happened. Here. All I'm saying is, I always thought we would talk to each other. And I'm happy that. Who's Jay Z in that um, reverence? Nobody. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're definitely Nas. <laughs> oh, they took Nas. All right, good. Right. Well, Ethan was. I mean, we're not allowed to say what we feel about Ethan because we Jay Z over here. So anyway, yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's not Ethan levels. Of, it's not Ethan levels. No, Ethan no. has all sorts no, of homophobic things and nonsense. So we're not. Yeah, we don't. Okay. But in general. But the energy. <laughs> the, ener- the mood. The mood. Got you. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, um, moving on. Thank y'all again. Uh, we did have. We want to take a page out of Raising Rebels book because we love how they do recollections over there and we wanted to do a recollection about we wanted to do a recollection about your earliest memory of infidelity Uh, when we did the production notes Mikey set it up ladies first and so Andrea if you can share your earliest memory then I'll go and then Jason and then we'll end with Mikey with Mikey okay okay so my earliest memories of infidelity um So I'm Jamaican. And so when you are little, everybody is your auntie and uncle, even if they're not (laughs) related to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And all your family friends are your cousins, the ones that are kids from your mom's and dad's friends. So mad cousins, mad cousins, mad cousins, even (laughs) though we're not blood. So my part, my parents live in Queens. They have a basement. So all the big basement parties were always at our house. Um, Big, you know, big sets of like vinyl, whatever, whatever. And. There was always couples dancing. And so I might have been like six or seven, if even. And I remember auntie so-and-so dancing with uncle so-and-so in a way that was very sensual and very sexual, but Mm -hmm. they weren't married to each other. Uncle so-and-so's wife never comes to the parties. And auntie so-and-so is married, but her husband is in Jamaica. So essentially she's living single where she is. And I remember being in awe, like sitting on the steps with the other cousins, just in awe of them being so open with their affection and their dancing and the basement is hot and it's dark and everybody's drinking and everybody is looking at this, but nobody's saying anything. Mm. Um, And then they leave together. And so I remember having lots of questions. I remember knowing somewhere that I shouldn't ask them. Even with the other kids, like I shouldn't have the conversation, not even with my older sister. But I knew like whatever this is, this is 
espionage levels. This is stealth levels. Like we're not supposed to be <laughs> like, this is some sneak nonsense um, yeah. that's not supposed to be going on. And I remember feeling so, it's almost a heavy burden for a kid to have that level of knowledge, even if it's not your own parents, because mm-hmm. you still feel like you're holding something that you're not supposed to be holding. Right. Um, and that. that's my first, that's my first, um, yeah, I might've been like six or seven. That's, that was my first recollection of it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Ren? Well, as I, I cut all that out, <laughs> <laughs> she's watching Moana, and it's a thing. Um, we so my first recollection is um, my dad used to take us everywhere with him, which is a good and bad thing. Um, and in one instance, I had to be like, I don't know, maybe six, six, seven, and he, he took us to his friend's house and there was a woman there and her kids were there and but for some reason his friend left and I don't I I, I don't know why but later on in the day at one point my dad is like pulling her into the bathroom trying to get her to come with him and at first she was willing to go with him but she saw me watching them and she said she's looking right at us he was like it's okay it's okay I'll talk to her you know before we leave and at the time my mom and dad were married and I knew that something wasn't right. Um, and that just, it just shook me, but I didn't really, I didn't have the language for it. I didn't understand it. I don't believe I told my mom anything about it. Um, and probably because my dad did say something to me. And at the time I was a very big daddy's girl. And and he had a he has a way, he still has a way of making things make sense that don't make sense. <laughs> and so I, and mm-hmm. I probably, um, <laughs> <laughs> I probably God bless him. God bless him. But um that's definitely he definitely has a gift of gab. And so I never I never said anything to my knowledge, but I never forgot it and um and you're right, Andrea. I, I did feel like I was holding something. I felt like a traitor, but I didn't know why and I couldn't tell my mom without my dad being mad at me and it was a whole thing for me. Um and I've clearly never forgotten it and it's always stayed with me. Mm. Mm. And here you go. <laughs> I so understand the baby's not liking when she's looking right at him. Over it. I'm so over it. <laughs> no, I'm she's looking right at him like, sir. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Jason. 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 No, all, all good. Um, as I think about this, I, I can't readily identify a, a specific instance. Um, I think growing up for me, the idea of of infidelity cheating was was just a part of adult life it was an unspoken one of those things that adults tell you you know do as i say not as i do kind of thing and so as a kid you recognize the bullshit the hypocrisy but you're a kid we're supposed to do so i can think of Many instances where, you know, such and such, such and such dad has a family in Jamaica or a family in DR, you know, or a girlfriend that comes from from Lefrak, you know, and, and stays over. And we see it because we had a small, close lit, close knit neighborhood. So we would see it. Um, but at the same time, there was never any accountability that's one thing that sticks out for me. It's like when you think about living 
when you think about what adults tell children to be honest, to tell me the truth, to don't lie, to don't steal and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then, but when their actions don't match that as a, as a shorty, as a young person, you, at least for me, I had a hard time reconciling that. And so it's not anything I gave much thought until I became an adult. And as I become an adult, and I had cheated before I, you know, on other women before I ended up cheating with my, um, on my ex-wife, but it was almost the thing in my head, like, well, sometimes adults cheat. It's one of those adult, um, um, unspoken, I'm not sure how to put it, but it's one of those adult wink, wink, cough, cough. This is what adults do, but we never talk about. And it's, Mm. it's, it's bullshit in all honesty. Um, so I think that also informed my approach to cheating before me and Andrea got together. I hadn't cheated on my ex-wife for the first seven years. It was a choice, you know, and then I decided to cheat. But when I did decide to cheat, many things factored into that, but I didn't feel, I didn't feel, I felt, I didn't feel the accountability in certain ways that I hadn't developed that yet, that I actually developed the kind of living in the light and living in the truth part of it that I kind of developed as, as I moved through. So yeah, that's it. Wow. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Both of y'all's stories I can relate to. That's yeah. Okay, Mike. I didn't Come want to make y'all feel bad. Like I, it's you know, nah, nah, nah. I'm, feel, I'm feeling much better now. You know me. Now that I've unloaded, yeah, you know, so we're, we're, you know, me and Andrew in a good space with this. <laughs> okay, no, Mike. But, I mean that's that's heavy. I I feel for you. Um, I can actually relate to both of those stories, but mine again is I'm also I don't have like a specific instance that I can like pull from or something that I specifically saw. Um, we, you know, it's it's common around people who are, who know me that I make jokes about the fact that I have more than 20 siblings around the world. Um, yeah. I'm sure the number has shot up. I think my father had twins like a couple years ago. In Guyana. In Guyana. <laughs> like, so. and somebody birthed, somebody just had another. Anyway. Yeah. Um, a lot of y'all. One of the first instances that I could really remember was it was uh, uh, my, my little sister's fifth birthday party. And um, I was five. And there's a picture that that I have actually I posted before and that we look at mm-hmm. and it was actually posted in the living room the other day that we saw. And I, to the left of me is my younger sister whose birthday it is. And she is five months younger than me, six months younger than me. And behind her is my older sister who's a year older than me. And behind her is my older brother who's two years older. <laughs> and behind them is a baby who's four years old. So he's right under my youngest sister. So like. You start doing basic math and you realize, hey, this dude slept with somebody <laughs> a couple like a couple people at the same time during the same year in different cities, mind you. Um some like my father was a drug dealer. Um he street pharmacist, so he he had money. <laughs> uh none of which was left to us after he got locked up and served his fifteen. Oh no. Yeah, and then was deported. Oh no. That's a sad story for another reason. <laughs> but um <laughs> apparently he was just out here, which you're allowed to do if you ain't shit. And it just kind of that's always been like a thing that's been like a problem for me or that's just the one of the reasons why i have always been really big on paying attention to one person um and just focusing really heavily on randy as much as i do and i think that's definitely part of what 
led to my tone when reviewing y'all episode was because I'm still stuck on like the fact that this man just isn't shit. Mm-hmm. Not Jason, but my father. And I just think mm-hmm. back to how I'm so I'm I'm trying so hard not to be my father. Right. Um and I see people breaking curses every day. But in no at no point did I think uh they're like, oh yeah, Navivez is definitely the same nigga he was when they was recording this. Like, <laughs> like, they, they have to be different people at this point. Please, um, God. I, told, I told Randy that like multiple times, like this is not this is not, this is not them now. Um, but here's but who they were back then. Like I was you know, that's But just, here's a fun fact though. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's not really that everyone's changed, it's that everyone's doing different. Yeah. It's it's like you're just you are learning things and evolving and literally seeing your fault in it. When you're in the middle of which I hope you all never experience, when you're in the middle of your marriage falling apart, the first thing you see is all the ways in which the other person is doing you wrong. Yeah. And then over the years, you really get to self-reflect and do some work and be like, yeah, I was in there too, or I didn't do this. And you really get to a point where you're like, oh, yeah, this was 50-50. We walked each other to insanity. No one gets to insane by themselves. Like yeah. <laughs> We both are going here. Either your triggers trigger mine, all those things, all those words we didn't have originally. So I want to accept the grace of they're not the same people. I would just say I have more information and I'm making better choices. Uh, I'm definitely the same guy. I'm just a better version of him. I can't stand you. you. No, but like I'm just a better version of that, of that. I'm a different version of that individual. I don't even want to qualify better or worse. I want to say I, I know more about myself. I know more about life. I know more about consequence. I know more about living in the light and be and strength. And I make different choices based on that, but I think it's, it's, I think it's dangerous to think that you are above or beyond anything, you know, Mm -hmm. that you see, you want to, you want to be your best self. And there's certain things, there's certain things that I've done in my life that at one point prior, I had put myself above and that didn't serve me well. And I always want to remember that if I don't do certain things, if I don't take care of myself and if I don't take care of my family in a different way than I did before, then I can return to this potentially. I don't plan to. I don't believe I will. But I also have to be cognizant that these things can happen. Absolutely. You know, Randy actually says that a lot. Um, I don't know how many episodes of our podcast you may have heard, but um, that's like. She she's she said that to us since we about us since we were teenagers. Like I don't think we're above anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. And it took a while for that to like sink into me. Like it's 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 her way of like humbling us, bringing us back together. Like yeah. I don't think we're above anything. So let's do something. Let's be proactive, or let's like let's look at this a different way because we we can't think that we're better than any particular situation. Because if it can happen, then it can happen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we take the attitude into like everything. But, yep. And. And the mm-hmm. point you made earlier about um, when you when you reacted to or how your first reaction was to the show um, about like how we like clearly hadn't been through anything in the marriage, at least not in a way that would put us in a situation that that y'all were in. Um, that's that's true. <laughs> but it's also I think it also comes from um, Jason, like how you said it. For me, it came from watching this and being a part of this like I've, I've already lived a portion of this and mm-hmm. yeah. as a kid I was like the only common denominator I could see was adults making these choices and 
you know, and I was like, well, I'm just not going to do it. You know, like I just I just got tired of doing it. So my my intention was to marry someone where I felt like I wouldn't have the same issues that I was seeing. Um, yeah. Not because, saying that we can't have those same issues, mm-hmm. but I was very intentional on like I was so serious. I was like, I've already done this for 18 years. <laughs> and you learn <laughs> I think, and you learn. I think I want to. <laughs> right. And you learn either. Yeah. Because of things or in spite of things, right? You either learn that this right. is something I'm going to, this is this is behavior I'm going to model, or this is some that person, like my biological father, like that dude is someone I never want to be, and so his actions are something I rejected um, a thousandfold, and it all and it informed me in that same way you're describing, Randy. Same thing. Yeah, I think the interesting thing with that though is. The wanting to do, you had mentioned like wanting to do better than our parents and all that. And and I totally, totally understand that. But I think it is, it's just hard. Like I recognize now, like seeing things my parents went through. My parents have been married for 54 years, I think this year. God bless uh, I know, right? And they were together Boom. for three years before that. So it is though hard because I don't think I knew who I was when I got married. So I intended the same things. I I really intended, like, I'm going to marry this man. It's going to be forever. We know each other. We talk. And I realized how much you can talk to somebody and communicate nothing because Mm. my ex and I talked all the damn time. We went to marriage counseling. We did all the things. And it wasn't until we got divorced that I realized, wow, I knew nothing about myself. So whatever I was telling him was a bowl full of lies. And I didn't even Mm -hmm. know that. Mm. Um, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what, what I wanted. I don't know if he did. I'm not speaking for him, but our intention, and I want to say from listening to Jason talk about his intentions when he got married, it was pretty much the same, but it is, I I wish we knew at a time that that kind of work needed to be done individually on ourselves before we tried Mm -hmm. to do it with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm happy that, I mean, it sucked the journey here was full of fun for Jason and I, but it sucked in a lot of ways because (laughs) shit was falling apart. (laughs) Shit was falling apart. Um, (laughs) But I do think that we are both where we're supposed to be in terms of now, like who I am now, my ex-husband would have killed that woman. Yeah. (laughs) And and me, who I am now, I would have killed him. So it's, it's really like doing the work on myself and being like, Jason, I hope you're along for this ride. <laughs> because this is who I am and she pretty much is is here to stay. And I think it's kind of and I don't want to speak for you, but I think it's kind of the same for you because the person I met is not the person I'm with right now. No, I'm 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 holy. Thank God. I'm holy different. <laughs> um and um a lot of it is is, you know, based on what I said earlier. It's like I you you don't know what you don't know. You set on a path and then you do you, if you're doing work on yourself and the other person that you're with is doing work on him or herself you hope and plan that that work dovetails that 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 you you grow in a way that you both continue to recognize if not every step you know in at least in the, in in large part and that didn't happen for me and then i didn't know how to handle it because what i had seen modeled is you don't get divorced if this shit sucks it sucks this is what you chose it's going to suck, but these are the choices you made. So you fill in gaps other ways. And that was, was contrary to, to who I was at my core. And I didn't, I didn't recognize that at all. So I didn't know how to handle it. Um, mm. But then you do the work and you, 
you are comfortable with with the outcome. You have to be. And if unfor- and if an unfortunate out part of the outcome was a divorce, as shitty as it was, it had to be in order for me to 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 be the person that I wanted to be, and and on, in order for her to do the same. I think, um, you know. And so no, I don't. I don't know. I don't even know the guy that got married in two thousand and seven. I don't. I wouldn't recognize him on the street. He's still good looking, but I, other than that, <laughs> I, I wouldn't know you. anything about that cat. <laughs> Well, thank y'all. Um, so we had a question um, that's that's been on our mind, and we just it came to us in the spirit just now. But we wanted to know what what do you um what do you want your kids to get from your love story? Ooh, the kids. Ooh, that's good. Um, so you take that one first. Oh. <laughs> See how you that's are? a good one. So, um, my daughter is sixteen, and um, she and I had a conversation about. Jason and I doing the podcast before we did the podcast. I was scared to death to talk to her about it. Um, You know, I always joke with Jason and and everybody about my parents finding out (laughs) and how they they can't work the podcast part of their phone, so I hope they never hear it. (laughs) (laughs) But but the person I was the most scared of um, finding out was my daughter. And so when I had the conversation with her, it was a very real conversation. We talked about from my marriage to her dad to how I met Jason and what what that means. And she has a great relationship with Jason and his daughters and has, was the first person to be like, so when y'all moving in, when are y'all getting married? What is the holdup? <laughs> I'm not understanding what's happening. And her father is married and she has two little sisters from that marriage. Um, so she is like, you know, as long as everybody's happy, I'm good. So she had questions about it, but I think for her, and again, you have to know your child, um, for her, it was, are you happy? Do you feel good? Um, is he good to you? Then what's the beef? Like, if everyone is good right now and and dad seems good with his wife and my sisters and you seem good and I'm, I have two houses and I got love in both places and you all, com- her main thing is, her father and I communicate like humans to each other. So there's no, you know what I mean? There's no yeah. constant anger, bickering, whatever, whatever. And and if and when there is, it's usually something over her. That's normal. And I explained to her, like, this is normal. If we stayed married, we'd argue about doing things for you because we're two different people. Right. Um, but in terms of this love story, all I want her to get is you don't have to do anything because society says you have to do it. You do not have to do anything because tradition says you have to do it. If you don't want to be married, don't get married. If you don't want kids, don't have kids. If you don't want to be in a heterosexual relationship, if you feel anything else, if you don't want to be in a relationship, period, do what makes you happy and take the time to find that out. So when you're just out of college and you're working or what have you, if you choose to go to college, I mean, in my house, you might have to, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, Jamaican came out. <laughs> I mean, you know, shit, you got to make your bed, you got to go to college. It is what it is. Um, in that order. So um, I think for me, though, it is, the main thing is you need to be happy by yourself in order to be happy with someone else and do the work mm-hmm. on yourself in order to be able to do work with someone else. And that's that's my main thing. I don't, and I mm. my, I always tell her, I'm like, Come home with the person that makes you happy. <laughs> that's it. I don't really care what that's about. You need to come home with the person that makes you happy. 
I can't vouch for your grandparents, but I'll be all right. <laughs> um, I think that's really it. Jason, what do you what do you think? I think for me, it partially touches on um, one of um, Mikey and Randy's initial reactions. Um, and it, it, it hit home for me because you were absolutely right. And I was that was part of why I was so mad because you were really right about this and I didn't have a comeback <laughs> and I usually have a comeback. Um, it was the idea that I know I didn't properly vet my ex-wife in terms of what she wanted in terms of what I wanted in terms of the, the, the life that we both foresaw, we didn't do enough of that work. And, and you didn't um, vet yourself well, <laughs> as well. I, I wasn't finished, but I'm just trying to do PR. I'm just trying to do PR. Let me let him finish. Let me let him finish. <laughs> in terms of what she wanted and in terms of what I wanted, and I also did not know what I wanted. I thought I did. And so that was the honest mistake that I made. But I didn't know what I wanted um, in terms of being a, a, a nation builder and being an independent. Um, uh, you know, there's many, many, many things that I wasn't that I had not developed in myself that that continued to develop that was an unfair expectation for her to be able to understand as I grew. And because we didn't know each other well enough, we became unfamiliar and and we became strangers and we had a mutual frustration because we're like, well, we love each other. This is supposed to be easy. But when you're not there yet and when you're not developed yet, it's not easy. It's scary. It's uncomfortable. It's unfamiliar. And it is um, painful. And so I would want the kids to know that you've got to really make sure of what it is that you want and who it is that you are. And that's and I don't know when that is for some people. It's 20. I I know folks that have at least from my viewpoint that I've known for years and years and years, they got they had their shit together. They knew exactly what they wanted as a young person and and they're still on that path. And I, I've always I've always admired that. I was never that guy. I was I never that them. guy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't admire it. And I know them. folks in their approaching sixty that still have no idea what it is yeah. that that's going or don't know how to make themselves happy, I think is a is a is a better way to put it. And that mm. terrifies me, you know? And so I think the idea is figure yourself out before you start bringing another person into your life and then more new lives into your life and mortgages and, you know, births and funerals and all these things, you know, that's what I didn't do well enough. Um, it would be that figure, get your, get your shit together first and then figure out how to make that happen. Root insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. 
Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all honesty. Yeah. We share a lot of the same feelings. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait <laughs> to edit and get this up. But um, the importance of a Carfax. Hold on. I did a whole blog called Manfax. I did a whole blog once called Manfax. See, and Mikey, the fellas call it something else that I can't say. I know what it's called. That's why I said car. Yeah, it's we're, I can't we're, see we're I, mature gentlemen, and there are more women on this call than men. I'm getting, so, a, I feel glad. I'm getting glared at. Um, yeah, that's I'm all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna save y'all both. Uh, <laughs> let me intervene. So before we wrap up, I'm um, close the interview. We <laughs> do y'all have any questions for us before we close and and get y'all out of here, back to life. So I I did I do. Um, and this is all in consideration of your uh, your visceral reaction to to listening to the first five episodes, but I, I think it's um, I think it's informative. So, how would you if if Andrea and I were your friends, your good friends, and we came, knocked on your door, and sat you down, and you know. Randy, I'm your friend, and Mikey Andrew's your friend, <laughs> and we're married to different people. And we okay. came to you and, and were like, check this out. We just came back from Vegas. <laughs> why you got to start with Vegas? You see Randy's reaction. Why you got to go there? I thought you, you, Randy, right. you told me you worked it out. You told me you stretched. <laughs> how, would, how would y'all advise us? And, and, and I asked that because... In keeping with the idea of, of, you know, we're not two people you don't know. We're your mm-hmm. friends in this in this example. Oh, well, we're family now. Yeah, right, so. right. <laughs> but you know, in this example, how would you how would you advise? How would, I think that's a better way to put it, then, Mikey. How would you advise us nine years ago? Well, I have the easier task, so I'm going to go first. <laughs> um, I have definitely had a conversation with an Andrea before in this situation, so it's like this is really easy for me. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, nah, it was uh it was generally um are you healthy? Are you happy? What is it that you need me to do? How can I support you? It was the most basic conversation moving forward. Um this situation was actually a little bit more traumatizing, if you can believe it. Um there was like a possible pregnancy thrown in the mix and just a whole bunch of other stuff. Ooh, Jesus. It was, really it was a lot. It was really bad. It was it was bad. Um but in all honesty, I I have to I, I, I removed myself from a situation and I'm just looking at the person that I'm talking to now. Like you've already made this decision. You have put yourself yeah. in this position. Now it's about how you move forward. Not necessarily trying to get you out. I'm not about to project my fears on you to make you feel more anxious than you might already be feeling about what it is that you just did. Hmm. Um, but I do feel like it's, it's important to like score the, 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 the weight of, what your decisions have have brought you know there are children in the mix there are other people in the mix how how can we move forward to where you come out um okay you come out whole at the end of this um because i'm i'm just really big on controlling your narrative and i want everybody to actually be alive at the end of this i have seen men react in a very a very uh yeah Violent isn't the word. Um, it's it, it goes beyond that. I, I've I've had a cousin had acid thrown on her because her, her man thought she was cheating. Um, wow, this that's was a in very, New York. That's a very this West is, Indian thing. That's it is a very so acid look, being it, thrown is so. I wanted to be shocked, but that's so, yeah, I so normalized that, which is bad. I, me too. Which uh, <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> and oh, so that's I'm awful. so big on protecting women the way I am. Like, is whatever we need to do to where he don't touch you or else he get t- like, this is not that podcast. Um, <laughs> I hear you. Really no, do. I hear you. It's, it's hear more you. so. It's how can I protect you in a situation, and how can I support you in a situation? Is it? And then we're gonna talk about how much you might have made in Vegas, where y'all stayed. <laughs> right. What was the hotel like? Like, right? You know. And then that's, that's it. And then we just go from there. And I try to make light of it because jokes is my thing. But that's how you deflect. That that's yeah. That is how I deflect. <laughs> like, that's, that's some heavy shit. I'm gonna let you take the weight, the rest of this weight, and then bring it back later once you know how you want to move. And right. that's that's me. Right. Randy, um, talk about how you would how you would support Vivez. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I um, you know, I de- Okay, let me keep it to the Breathe. point. So, for me, <laughs> for me, I would need to know the intentions of of telling me um what are you looking for? I've learned in my relationships that I need to ask that outright because if I immediately give my reaction, like our initial reaction to the first five episodes, there's some there's some hurt. <laughs> Yeah. And so to mm-hmm. avoid that, I'd rather someone be irritated with me because I need direction as opposed to being hurt. And so, um, which I've had to learn the hard way with, like I said, in my relationships. And so I would need to know that. But I also believe um, that we can't be everything for everyone. That's something that's difficult to realize even in our marriage. But, you know, Mikey had an individual therapist for a reason. You know, we have to create boundaries in, she our, was nice. yeah, in our relationships. Right. Because you can't, you just can't do it for everybody. And I know my limits and i know that i can't advocate for you having an affair but you can sit on my sofa you know if you get kicked mm-hmm. out you know <laughs> you can you can have a bed but we got i'm not i'm not yeah. gonna be like you know yeah jason or andrea go do it you know because um even though i know by this point if you're telling me i know about what's possibly going on mm-hmm. um the importance but, of telling the people in your village yeah like yeah, like I feel like I may have already been privy to some of the maybe the chaos or the mm-hmm. yeah. you know the mess that had been going on for you to be honest with me about this, but I know that I have to be aware of my own limits um to preserve my friendships. And and that's where that's where I would be. So you can sit with me, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> I ain't promising you. Move, move so you like don't expect much, but just I have don't a seat. Know how much you sit made. your ass down. I just, just sit down. Take a breather. Take a break. You know. Uh, you want a sandwich? <laughs> you can take a shower. You know. <laughs> so I have, yeah. I have a question for you both, and it's a little bit of a two-parter. Okay. One, so by the time the audience hears this, all of the cheat code will have dropped. So, yes. one, did you listen to the whole thing? And two, what either resonated with you most or scared you the most when you listened to it? Um, and that's for both of you, so answer accordingly. You want to go? Yes, before nobody gets All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, now we listened to it in its entirety. We actually, we because I'm, I really wanted to make sure that when I talked to y'all, I knew what I was talking about. So we had to replay the last episode because yeah. there was other stuff going on. I was like, I actually really want to know what happened, what she just said, because <laughs> that ended on like a cliffhanger that I really wasn't. He feeling. played it back before we recorded. Yeah, I was mad. I was like, you can't just leave it there. I was, I was tight. No, I was, I was. Talk to the producers, man. I blame Talk our producers. producers. <laughs> I blame our producers. I'm not taking no. Or I'm just the talent. It's, that's what I was told. <laughs> no, I, I've always grown up believing like there's three sides to every story: yours, yours, and the truth. Um. And obviously listening to this because we did have mad questions while it was happening. 
to to Jason's point, he was like, you know, we didn't have all the information, and we dead ass was asking while it was going, like, but y'all just going like we just gonna ignore. Have questions? I want to know why is this happening? Like we were so like I was vexed. I was, <laughs> I was upset. And so, um, also, what was the question? She asked, "Well, did you listen? And then was there anything that resonated with you, or that that um scared you?" Yeah, no. One of the things that resonated with me was definitely like there's definitely more information that's always more than what you are aware of that's going on with a person and i think human beings as a whole are starting to get this lesson a little bit more like it's never just what you see on the surface everybody's going through something there's always something deeper than the story that you're being told and while listening to this while it was already wild i'm like what the fuck can how what more can you have given me but my mind i'm i i i, I kind of go deep in my mind with stuff already so i've, I've already painted like like I've gone through scenarios of what I think happened on other ends, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to align, which is also just wild to me. Like, <laughs> but it um it just resonated me, with me that like it's important to have like context to 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 what it is that you're discussing. And I definitely wanted when we had this conversation, the bigger point for our listeners to take away um, was to just kind of what I wanted this to like to kind of humanize you yeah. in some eyes because I felt like when we were listening, I wasn't listening like, oh, yeah, nah, these, these, these are, are other people. These are people. It took me a minute to finally get to that point. I think once we started getting through the conversation of like, okay, kids might be involved. Let's go ahead and reel it back in. Let's, let's stop talking. Like, like we, like, we don't know that these are like actual people behind the story. So, and because again, it was just, it was how it was told. And we were just, we were just floored by a lot of stuff, but literally after episode five, it starts to kind of, you start to get a little bit more of a picture. Hmm. When like, did the fight happen? What? <laughs> what? What scared you? <laughs> I'm trying to keep you. You said what? What, what scared you? Anything what scared, scared me? Yo, I, I, I just, I never, um, I, I just, I hope that I never have to deal with anything like this within my immediate relationship. I just don't want to. We hope that for that. you too. We yep. hope that yeah. for you too. <laughs> it wasn't fun. It sucked. Like nobody signs up for that on purpose, you mm-hmm. know. So I just hope that I never put you in a position where you you have to go through anything like that and vice versa because I don't want to hate you. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want you to hate me either. Um, <laughs> um, so for me, yes, we did finish it like Mikey said and what resonated with me was um, Jason, when you told the story about telling the girls that y'all were divorcing and you were leaving, oh my God. Randy would not stop talking like, during that episode. My <laughs> whole heart. Like Man. I just, ugh. Like, that's when I, like, I definitely saw you as a father. Like, I knew you were one. But, like, I definitely, I could not, ima- I could not imagine. Actually, I can because it happened. But with us, with their divorce, we had more time to adjust to the fact that they were getting a divorce. We were, it was very premeditated. Um, but it was still sad. I mean, it still impacted us, um, even though I'm happy they divorced. But that really resonated with me. And, Andrea, you finding that shoe and oh, being like, you know what? I'm gonna meet you, but I'm gonna be real cute when I do. And like that's just, I was like, and, and I, honestly, Andrew, after the episode, I added you as a friend. I, was like, I, 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 I told I Jason, I was breakfast. like, Randy, Randy just added me as um. It yeah. was after the episode. I was like, I'm gonna add her. I'm gonna wait to this interview to add Jason. So I'm gonna add her because, <laughs> that's, because that's real. That's real. I'm just saying. I just needed to see first, so I was like, I'm gonna go add her. So um. Cause I definitely, I got it. And what scared me was similar to what Mike said. I remember texting, um, 
the network texting the team and when i first heard the first episode and i was like i need to go check on mikey you know like is he happy does he is he is he <laughs> she like, did that's I, real i was stressed yeah. because um i think it, it can become very clear um how you just stop telling someone things, yeah. you know, especially if you feel like you've already said it and just keep getting rejected. And it just really made me um, want to like zero in on, okay, what could he have said to me that would in one ear and out the other that he probably wanted me to listen to? It just really provoked um, me wanting to go check in on him because again, I don't, I don't ever want to be in that position either. Cause it just sounds like while it was entertaining, it's also, you know, like a life and a, um, and it was sad, mm-hmm. you know? So and I just, I yeah. couldn't imagine. Because there were even moments in y'all's story where y'all were going through, like, storms or whatever, but you were still trying to protect each other. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I, I was like, this is, like, they actually are supposed to be together because <laughs> I don't, you, know, you don't have that energy for somebody that you actually don't care for. Um, right. But, so, yeah. you know, fr- and then from that was a deeper conversation. Like, yeah, but I was also, you know, withholding information that he probably needed that yes. would have helped make something, like, happen faster or that she probably needed that would have, you know close the gap in understanding and um i so i took when randy approached me and I actually I, I was like you know i'm not gonna like brush this off like we can actually talk about this i i am okay <laughs> the story is sad but i am okay <laughs> and i hope that they are okay and yeah, it's gonna be really cool lot. when we listen to this episode and like talk to them <laughs> because like, i gotta talk to them because <laughs> i want i needed a, like a wrap up from from this ride and for anybody listening, though the story is still not complete, episode ten, um, you have you will have heard enough to hold you over for the break before they get to their next season. But it was um, it definitely left me thinking like I-, I need to I need to hear from these people because damn, yeah, <laughs> that's the exact reaction that we hope for, not to scare people, but to have people take a look at their situations and say, okay. Um, are there conversations that aren't being had? Randy, your reaction is exactly that. It's like, hold on, hold on. Let me check on, let me check on Mikey. Let me make sure that he's okay. Um, that's what we, uh, you know, that, that's, that's, that's the biggest reason we did it. You know, we, we, Mm -hmm. we we wanted an outlet, but we wanted to have these, we wanted our community to have these kind of discussions. Exactly that. So, you know, and apparently it's, it's we, we did that right, yeah. Andrea, if, if nothing yeah, else. It's, it's been interesting <laughs> because some people are like, um, y'all opened up this door way too wide and yeah. <laughs> uh, you didn't tell me not to listen with my wife. And what was you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> or you didn't tell I me. Agree. Right. I agree. <laughs> y'all didn't like warm it up or nothing. They're like, was, there was no, there was nothing. What you listening to in there? <laughs> so, but I, it was, it was definitely that to Jason's point, that was the point, like just to have the conversation to, um, you know, not only just check on your spouse, but check on yourself so yeah. that you can have that conversation with him from a place of this is what I'm really feeling. Um, and I've checked my triggers and I've checked. So before I say you, you're making me feel like this, recognizing what's making me feel like this. And here is how is contributing uh, this conversation or the situation is contributing to it. Um, and an ounce of prevention versus a pound of cure. You know, that yeah. conversation beforehand <laughs> is way more impactful than those conversations after something has gone all the way left. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> Man, it was a ride. <laughs> it was a ride. Randy don't even like roller coasters. It was, so it was, a, ride. It was a ride. And, um... An overall good show. So before we close, we have one final question. What is the cheat code? 
Ooh, what's the cheat code? What is so, the cheat code? It's a lot of things, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Um, it is on the messiest side. It is a way to step out. If you're going to step out, there's rules, there's etiquette to everything. There's etiquette to even cheating. That's not the, you know, that's not the PC answer, but that's the truth. There's an etiquette to, to everything. And Andrew and I probably broke half of those rules, but you know, that's half. for mad Bruh. rules. Yeah. Bruh. Mad rules. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, we just broke them, but the, the cheat code Going is also. Dating in public. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jason, real quick. PDAs. Why did you just leave your phone? Never mind. Not- <laughs> the phone is, the phone is leaving this. Dude. I can't <laughs> even. I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm still nah, mad. Nah, but Andrew, I was why drinking. You text that man when you went to the family uh, gathering, <laughs> knowing that. It was a Blackberry too. It was just like. Like, hold it was, on. Hold it was, on. It was if so y'all can see my face, audience, I'm still, I'm still hot. I'm because I'm an idiot. That's why <laughs> I'm a jackass. <laughs> but but he also said that he was compromised, and so the that was that was <laughs> definitely right, that part. That part. Yeah. Um, right. No, but to Jason's point, but the cheat code is also, it's also the cheat code to to life and love and marriage. Is if Jason gave you the messy part, but we hope that at the end of ten. Ten episodes, you understand. Like, this wasn't easy. This wasn't fun. This hurt. We're telling you ten years later. So we and we enjoy each other's company. So we're telling the story in an entertaining way. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully, the cheat code for people is to really do the work on yourself, and so you won't end up in our situation, or you'll end up there, um, but have you know have information. Um, and I think you, for us, it's really, it's really, it's a lot of different things. It's yeah. whatever, whatever you want to get out of it is what you're going to get out of it. And you can't, on your place of understanding, you can't circumvent the process. You can't cheat the process. You can't, you know, there is a way you've got to do, you've got to do the work. You can't lie to mm-hmm. yourself about the truths you know about yourself and you can't, you, you, you can't do that and expect good things. You can't lie to somebody you're with about what you want or who you are, or who you think he or she is and expect good things. You're going to, you're putting bad work in and you're going to get bad work out. You can't cheat that process, you, you know, or you're going to have an unhappy situation. You may be together, but one thing that was terrifying for me is all the couples that I know that are together that are miserable. They are miserable. Oh, and that's worse than anything to me. That's worse than anything. I agree. Um, <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't get spending your life with someone you can't have fun with. Like, I, I don't get it. So for me, that was like, and I, like I said before, it's not that I didn't, I wasn't having any fun. I, like, I don't, we don't want to make our past marriages sound terrible. But at the same time, it was like, I'm having fun based on a lie, <laughs> based on who I said I was at that point. And so this is not sustainable. Uh, because I'm outgrowing these things, I'm outgrowing these people, and they're outgrowing me, and we don't know how to fix it. So I think I think that's really it. Thank y'all for having us. Thank you. Thank y'all for this joining us. This is fantastic, us. and really, yeah, this really. Is great. And this was our first interview, so this was yeah an experience together. Okay, <laughs> so we so we made history. Yay! In a couple ways. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow, that was great. That was great. That was that was. It was a good. I think that was a good episode. Yes, thank you. Andrew I'm and looking Jason. forward to the feedback from that one. Thank y'all so much. 
And Drew says thank you too. So we are actually gonna skip the fight or flight this time. Yeah, I don't want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, this interview is just too good. It's too full. It so is, we're yeah, just nah, gonna... y'all focus on on what just happened. Right. Let that sit gonna... with you for a minute. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. But in terms of engagement, what did y'all think about the episode and our interview with the Cheat Code host Andrea and Jason? Did it make you think of your first encounter with infidelity? Mm-hmm. Infidelity. And um, have you listened to their show yet? Yeah, again, we gave our rea- our reaction off of the first five episodes, but having completed it, I would still say go and listen. And, <laughs> right. And, and just enjoy the ride, especially if you're looking for something to not only distract you, but entertain you right now and and get your mind off of the craziness for a minute before you jump back into it. Yeah. It's definitely worth the listen. Right. And if you do, and if you listen to our show, our episode, and there whole show uh shoot us an email at blackmailmare at gmail.com mm-hmm. leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 or hit us up on social media with your thoughts on this episode or shoot them an email <laughs> right cheatcode.pod at gmail.com all right pda come on babe all right lead us well, out randy as you know things have just been really heavy as of late and um i just really want to just say thank you for uh checking in on me it was actually like a theme of this episode while we were doing this interview um right. it sort of came from the conversations that you and i had off mic and before this interview um following listening to those episodes like you just heard certain stuff and you were just like are you okay yeah um i really like that that's just your your natural state is checking in on me um i appreciate it um Usually because you you're aware that I'm I'm not <laughs> right and um um I appreciate you checking in on me um especially in a time where I really need it because I may not necessarily be aware of what's going on with me myself but I do need to articulate how I'm feeling possibly get out of my feelings or just get my feelings out um so I appreciate you for that you've been really great with that as of late really our entire relationship but. I appreciate you being more intentional about checking in on me recently. You're welcome. Well, my PDA is Drew is in is in. She's just not gonna let us have this full toddler mode, y'all. We can't. I I, I don't need. We're looking for babysitters outside of the state of Georgia (laughs) um, to send her away. Um, We can call it camp. I don't know if Randy leaving is in or not, (laughs) but if you feel like taking this child for. uh, for for a short amount of time, like a couple <laughs> months or three, or until she love her to six. death. But um, you've been really pa- you've been you've been in you're <laughs> stupid. But you uh, we've been in you've been a real good daddy mode, and I know that it's been really difficult to remain patient because Drew is very strong willed and and tough. This girl is tough, y'all. She bust the lip today. I uh, we we not even gonna talk mm. about. It. She just she just dove off the bed, even though she know how to get down and bust a whole little lip and. And walking around here like a straight thug. She only <laughs> can't even tell it hurts. But, Mike, I know that you, I, we're all tired. But you've been having her more, you've been parenting in a different capacity since the pandemic and since we're all working from home now. And I see you and I know you love her. And I know she loves you. And she will, she will show you that when she grows up. she may not show you now but she'll show you when she grows up but anyway thank Thank you you. for being a good dad 
and good husband and patient as best as you can be Thank with you. this baby. You're welcome. She trying it. Yes. You're you know, welcome. Daddy? Give daddy a kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how she get me. The Black Millennium Marriage Podcast is on Domino Sounds Network. Ooh. Yes, new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Again, if you heard our episode about our marriage counseling, then you know we're loving it. And we want to offer you 20% off your subscription with BetterHelp. Yes, it's a discount. And it's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Visit www.betterhelp.com slash BMM. Again, that's www.betterhelp.com slash BMM. Yes, and for ad-free and extra exclusive content, no matter what you pledge, head over to patreon.com slash Marriage. We are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify. You know it now. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Rate us. Five stars. If you enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Especially this episode. We really want to hear back about <laughs> this episode. Um, and be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Follow us on social media platforms on Instagram. What are we, babe? Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook. Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter. At underscore the Chapmans. <sighs> Thank you again for listening, y'all. This is a good one. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.